uh, some of you share. And so we've been talking in this series, Staying Plugged In. And it's about how we stay plugged in with God, how we stay plugged in with Jesus, how we stay plugged in to the Word, and different factors like that. And so um, we are, um, you know, last week we heard from Jay and Carol how they daily plug in, how they stay connected. Um, we got to um, learn probably more about them than we wanted to, knowing what slippers they wear and bathrobes they have on, but, you know, it was fun. So we thank you for that. Um, this morning, we have um, a panel, and that panel, I'm going to invite you guys to come up now if you'd like, and we're just going to, they're going to just share kind of their experiences of walking through um, relationship with Jesus and different questions around um, spiritual disciplines and what it looks like in their daily life, and so, yeah. So we have Daryl Hammond, we have Patty Kissinger, have a seat, yeah, if you want to take a stool, yeah, and then Elsie Flynn also is coming to share. And so, there's three of you, but there's two mics, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, if you want. So, I'll give you one. And if you want to hold one, too. All right. So, um, this is our our panel. We have. A, huh? I gave them a quest, a couple of questions beforehand, so they hopefully are prepped and ready. Um, to go. So, and you guys feel free to just comment as you would like, all right? So, um, first question is, what are the ways in which you pursue God most frequently? Uh, for me, I engage God through prayer, um, first and foremost, and it took me a long time to get to that point. Um, but now it's just, I start my day with just engaging God through prayer. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. How about either of you? Yeah, that too. And um, me too with that. Um, the other is, um, it, it's kind of a routine. Starts with, with praying for a while and then um, a devotional book. And then um, chapter a day. And through the three, that's that would be the most frequent. Most frequent. Mm-hmm. So I would say prayer also. Yeah. And uh, worship. Mm. Uh, that's essential. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scripture. So those would be the three. That's cool. And so do you guys find, like, is there a certain time? Do you guys set your alarms for that? Or do you tend to just get woken up? And then you're like, oh, I'm up. Might as well pray. Like, what do you guys find? I'm, I'm an early riser anyway. Yeah. Which wasn't, doesn't bode well for me because I actually get, I work second shift and I'm usually getting in late. But yeah. I just, I wake up early anyway. And I just start my day usually about 7 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, and that's usually well before Barb gets up in the morning. So yeah. I have a lot of private time with God right there for starting my day off. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, morning. Morning. Yeah, you get it in. <laughs> morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's good. So, um, yeah, so we kind of talked about, like, um, the prayer, the scripture reading, the worship, those being the three primary things. And for many of you, I, I'm, I'm sure it's kind of the same kind of setting where it's, Using the scriptures, using worship, 
Um, I don't know about you guys, but I have a Pandora station mm-hmm. that, like, we'll play in the morning sometimes, and we'll go through um, and do that kind of thing, or if there's, like, CDs, different things, but it's, it's whatever kind of gets you into worship, whatever gets you focused on that level, right? Um, so, out of those spiritual disciplines, the thing, like, prayer and scripture reading and, and worship, um, how have you guys seen God's presence through the practice of those disciplines? I think one of the things for me is I got real intentional about engaging God, but also engaging others about God. And it's just really helped me see where God is working in other people's lives. Um, Mm -hmm. And often a lot of the prayers that I pray um, for many of you guys, and just to see God work in other people's lives has just been amazing for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, my prayer really starts off with um, acknowledging my human condition. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's I, first thing in the morning. I tend to notice uh, what my thoughts are, and they're pretty scattered. Mm. And they're, they can be kind of negative. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not so great, not so... And, n- nothing about God whatsoever. I notice when I'm first waking up, there's, it's, uh, yeah, not good. (laughs) (laughs) So right off the bat, I know that I need to run to God. Mm. You know, that's just about the time where God reminds me, oh, you don't have to go through this alone, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I start engaging, and I come to him with that, honestly, look what I was thinking there. Um, And so um, I, God's presence trans. I don't know how he does this, but he transforms those negatives mm. into his perspective. Mm. And it's, awesome. it's a much more peaceful perspective than the one I was thinking of. Yeah. So that's how, he, that's how I experience God's presence, is mm. watching how he can transform uh, my human condition, which is how I started, started out mm-hmm. the day, into... Uh, his perspective and how he sees yeah. the day going. That's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I think that's a really neat picture, too, of how spiritual disciplines are to work in our life, that they're supposed to get us from an inward focus, a focus about yeah. ourselves and what kind of is our posture or our plight and to get our focus in line with God, right? To get us reset. And um, that was, yeah, so thank you for sharing that. So um, what have you learned through your practice of spiritual disciplines? Like what about, you know, we use the word spiritual discipline because there is actually like a discipline to it, right? It takes um, commitment to stay um, consistent with it. And so have you guys learned anything through that discipline or through the routine of it? I've learned to wait on God. You know, that's that's probably the number one thing. I mean, I've learned a lot, but the one that sticks out that I really, really learned to wait, and that His timing is right, the right timing. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. mm-hmm. What I've learned is the importance of it. Mm-hmm. That um, it doesn't always have to be two hours which is the best, but even if it's just five minutes, 
but a little bit is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And that you can't leave the house without it. It just, just sets the tone for the day. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think what I learned is uh, how the more time I spend with God in those disciplines, uh, in worship and prayer and uh, scripture and music, um, what I learn is how much he loves me. <laughs> how much, you know, I can hear his encouragement. I can hear his heartfelt love for me. He's for me. He wants me to do well. <laughs> um, and so being filled up with that, um, I feel like I'm on overflow. Mm. And I can, when I go out into my day, um, mm. that's what people are getting, <laughs> the, the overflow of that. Yeah. So I'm just learning how much um, he loves me. That's great, yeah. That's um, a little while back. I started um, using the prayer of contemplative prayer, where you just kind of meditate on a word from scripture or something like that. And um, I, I was reading through a book, and that was uh, that concept of love was where they have you start, because they're like at the at the core is that idea of knowing you're loved and and finding that through that practice. Yeah, that's great. Um. So what have been or are some of the challenges with the practice of your spiritual disciplines? I think that one of the big challenges for me, because uh, I'm not a person that naturally engages other people, especially when it comes to talking about Christ and mm -hmm. just overcoming that challenge, just the confidence that God gives me, has given me over the years. Um, and just to be able to expand on that and to get over that fear or reluctance to say, um, you know, and just to see the benefits and the, and the fruits of being engaging God with other people is just, it's just beautiful. Um, and just seeing how he really works in other people's lives. Um, you know, it just gives you an opportunity to know people on a different level as well. And, you know, it's, I don't know, it just, <laughs> I don't know how to put it in words, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. just to watch him move in that way and getting me to the point where I'm really comfortable with talking about him in front of other people. Yeah. I mean, years ago, I would never imagine myself even sitting up here doing something like this. You know, I'm much more comfortable in the back of the church there. And, then, mm -hmm. you know, just the trans way he transformed me by engaging him and engaging other people, um, yeah. you know, I could see... Um, and just feel how he transforms. Yeah. 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 That's that where like that time with him, then you see that inner confidence yes. to be able to like Absolutely. all right, God, this is you through me, not me, my strength or any of that. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. You? Uh, my biggest challenge is uh, my stubbornness. Okay. So I, I can wake up in the morning and, and think, Oh, it'd be a, a good idea to talk to God. Mm -hmm. given the negative thoughts that I <laughs> and I don't do it. Mm. And, you know, I get out of bed, and I, I might think of it, you know, as I'm going through the day, and I don't do it. Mm -hmm. It's afternoon, and I think about it. God, I can hear God calling me, and I don't do it. Mm -hmm. It's night. I go to sleep. I don't do it. Mm -hmm. So I would say my stubbornness <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and my pride that I can go without God is my biggest challenge. Mm. What I've noticed is it 
kind of goes in cycles. And mm -hmm. um, I was thinking about it on the way in, and I kind of related to um, being in school, where you have these times of intense studying for either a, an exam or a term paper or something. And those are when the two-hour sessions in the mornings occur. And then after that, it kind of like slows down a little bit, but still continues, but not at that intense of a pace. And then something happens, and then it go back into that real intense thing. And um, realizing that, that was, that was huge, that it's not, um, oh, well, you're slipping and you're, you know, like, you're messing up here, you know, you got to get back into it. But that's, it is, it's a cycle. And um, just to go with that, that's been a challenge. I think that's, too, really a good point about that, you know, God's desire for us to be in relationship with him is so important that he's not going to be that harsh like you haven't been in your practices, so get to it, you know, but that it's this constant invitation, you know, and that the, as the intensity increases or decreases, yeah, we want to think, oh, there's something wrong with us or what am I not doing right um, but that it's, it's no, it's, it's about, there's a natural ebb and flow to communication with anybody, mm -hmm. and it's going to be the same with God, um, yeah, to keep in perspective. Yeah, um, so, on a, not that you haven't been personal, but even more personal note, um, how have you seen yourself change as a result of prayer and worship on a personal level in your life? I've seen it. Um, I guess I've seen the growth of my relationships with you all, with other people. Um, and I've just seen how God just makes it easy to develop those relationships. And that's not an easy thing to do naturally, but, you know, with God, it is easy. And, you know, he makes it easy. And, you know, for me to, to appreciate what other people bring to the table and appreciate what I can bring to the table through God. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I would say uh, when people uh, hurt me or if I hurt other people, um, before God, I'm always a late bloomer, so I didn't <laughs> come until I was about 36. I'm 65, you can do the math. Um, I was just stuck in that hmm. before. I just was in it. Resentment and bitterness and mm -hmm. vengeance and, mm -hmm. you know, a bunch of other horrible things. Um, so with God, though, I noticed that I can, when that happens now, when I mm -hmm. hurt people and they hurt me, mm -hmm. um, I can turn that over to God, and he gives me a way out, mm. <laughs> a peaceful way out. Yeah. So I can... Praise him during those hurts, um, and uh, then I'm less likely to uh, raise hell. <laughs> uh, I'm praising him, and during that praising of that trouble mm -hmm. and that brokenness going on, he, he shows me that way out, yeah. that 
okay, you can go and you can apologize. Mm-hmm. You can go and find out what did work in that. You know, he'll give me a way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get one. Second Corinthians five seventeen says that we're a new creation, and I think mm-hmm. that pretty much covers it. <laughs> it's just a whole new life. Yeah. yeah, it really is. That's very true. Yeah. Well, thank you. Do any of you have anything else you'd like to add to, or to share on this level with us this morning? You good? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. You guys can have your seat again. Appreciate you sharing. Yeah. I want to share, um, well, you got to hear from some of our um, own members and participants just what it looks like to have a relationship with God. And for some of you, it might be really similar in your own walk. For some of you, um, hopefully it gives you some ideas or perspectives about how to engage God, how to walk with him. And I know that, like, this series has been a little bit different for us, where we have not um, kind of had the traditional sermon, uh, you know, but, and we've been talking more about just sharing our life and what it looks like with God. Um, and I, if that is a little unsettling with you, I thank you for your patience and your willingness to, to kind of walk through this series with us, um, because it's it's... We actually value it deeply. We find it really important to hear from others and that you may be encouraged. You know, throughout Scripture, Paul writes all, all about the different churches and how they encourage one another by sending money or by sending letters or by receiving this person who's from this church over here. And, and there's this connectedness within the body that comes out of our plugged in with Christ. And so this is kind of, we're plugged in, and this is where we start. If you um, aren't sick and tired of us saying, if you haven't picked up a personal practices booklet from the welcome table out there, pick that up. Because this is where we believe the foundation of spiritual maturity and growth occurs, is at this level where we get to personally go after God so that when we come together as a body, when we come together as a family, it is out of the fruits of our quiet time with God that we get to encourage, build up, and support one another. So this morning, we, um, we want to be intentional about that. And um, a lot of what uh, Daryl, Elsie, and and Patty shared this morning, I could personally identify with as well, especially around the idea of being conflicted. You know, when, when you're struggling in your top quiet time or you're missing a couple days in a row and then you don't want to engage God because you feel like you've missed too many so you're not even able to go before him again and all this kind of attitude and mentality builds up where what really, um, you know, the enemy wants in our life is for us to not be connected to our creator. It wants to distract us. And, and a lot of times, emotions, 
feeling in relationship with God is something um, that gets affected on that level, and he, he goes after, and it, it just discourages us from being with God. Maybe for some of you, you've been really, like, you just struggle with self-discipline, you know? Um, and we go through that phases in, in our life like that as well. Whatever your barrier is in getting alone with God, we want to be there with you. And so as, as elders, um, we just, we want to thank you. Uh, we want to, I'm looking at Carol and thanking her for grabbing my daughter and <laughs> say thank you. But we want to be there for you and we want to support you in your walk with Christ. And so we're going to have a time of prayer with our elders. And so in your, um, in your bulletin, there's a green card and a yellow card. And um, if you don't have a bulletin, um, we can get one to you. Um, So, the green card. It says, requesting prayers for. We're just going to have a time of kind of quiet. Um, There'll be um, music playing. But you can fill out this requesting prayers for card. And on that, it's whatever is kind of standing in your way, whatever is a barrier, whatever is a struggle for you in terms of your personal walk and relationship with Jesus Christ. So whatever that is. And then hold on to that. And then um, we're going to, at some, in a few minute or two here, we're going to have elders go around the outside of the auditorium. And when you feel led to, you may get up, take this card to an elder, and they'll pray for you regarding this card. Okay. We also have this card, which is the Congregational Discernment on Leadership card. Spend some time in prayer as well about, about the body, about our church, about where we're going. And um, this card is for you to write down any reflections or thoughts that you feel God leading you to in terms of our pastoral search. So you heard um, Elder Mike share recently that we're, having, uh, we're beginning the search for a pastor to replace... Um, Josh Biteworks, not specifically his role, um, but to replace his position um, as, a, as a pastor on staff. And so we're, we're wanting to start that search, but we want to hear from you. And we want to know, all right, God, what are you using the congregation to speak to the elder board and give discernment as we move forward? And so um, both those cards are available. When, the yellow card, when you're done with that, you can either hand it, if you're up to see an elder to give them the green card, you can give the yellow card to them as well. Or there is a basket here at the, um, we'll put up here at the altar table. And we'll just come and you may lay it down um, at the altar before God as well. And then the elders are going to take both these cards and we're going to pray over them and we're going to use them for discernment in how we move forward. Okay? Yes, we have pens. Quinn has a whole bunch of pens. So if you would like a pen to write, um, he can come around and give you a pen. So, Quinn, do you mind passing out those pens? Okay. And I'm going to share from James chapter 13. uh, Not chapter, verse 13, chapter 5. Which is kind of the premise for this morning. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, 
anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. The power of prayer. Something that we wholeheartedly believe in. As elders, we provide anointing. So if you are sick and you want anointing, if you are struggling with something you want anointing, speak with us as elders. We can, we can set that up with you. But again, as, as James says, right, if you are struggling, pray. I love how uh, you shared, Patty, like, the thoughts are negative, so what do I do? I pray. I go to God and I get my thoughts in the right perspective. And it's that same, we bring ourselves to God and we say, this is what's going on in my mind. Lord, I give it to you. It's either affirm, show me how to walk through it, walk through it with me, or teach me your way, O oh Lord. If, it also says that um, if anyone is cheerful, let him sing praise. That our, what we are here feeling, we respond to God with in a mighty way. So I'm going to ask the elders, um, if you would, that are here, if you want to just kind of make yourselves available on the sides in the back and up front here. And then um, we're going to have some music going as, uh, as we just kind of enter this time of prayer. If you need a card, uh, we can get cards to you. Anybody need a card that would like one? Okay. So I'm going to open us with prayer. And then um, we're going to, you're just welcome to um, sit, talk with God for a few minutes, and as you feel led, make your way to an elder, and I'll pray for you. Father God, we thank you for this morning, uh, just the opportunity to take time to pray, to pray for our brothers, to pray for our sisters. God, your spirit is mighty and powerful. And we trust that as we, um, we just come into this time of prayer, that as we come into your presence, Lord God, that the prayers that are offered, you will hear. That your spirit will intercede on our behalf, as your word says. Lord, we pray that just like hearts would be healed, that uh, our minds would have the perspective sings in your name.